In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. fraud in the 2020 presidential election is being shown in theaters across the country this week, including in De Pere tonight. Media fact checkers are poking holes into the theories that are being presented in this film. However, supporters say there is enough evidence that law enforcement investigations should be launched. Fox 11's Ben Krumholtz brings us balanced news coverage. About 150 people filed into the De Pere Cinema Tuesday night for the area's first public showing of 2,000 mules. I'm concerned about the security of the last election in particular. And when I heard about Dinesh D'Souza doing a documentary on it, I wanted to see. I want to know how the Democrats did it. Dinesh D'Souza, a Republican filmmaker, created 2,000 mules. In 2014, D'Souza was convicted of illegal political contributions, but President Donald Trump pardoned him a few years later. The film alleges at least 2,000 people, called mules, were paid by activist organizations to illegally return absentee ballots to drop boxes in swing states, including Wisconsin. Using cell phone data, the film claims each mule was tracked to make an average of 38 drop box visits in the weeks leading up to the election, putting in an average of five ballots per visit. In Wisconsin, 100 mules were identified as making an average of 28 drop box visits. The research comes from True the Vote, a Texas-based nonprofit whose leaders testified in front of Wisconsin's Assembly Committee for Campaigns and Elections in March. Republican State Representative Janelle Branchin of Menominee Falls chairs the committee. Ping technology is part of our phones and it adds real facts to the conversations about who's been around the drop boxes. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's really nice to see a Fox News affiliate. Yes, it is a local Wisconsin smaller Fox News affiliate, but at least it is part of the mainstream media, local or not, and at least they had the guts to actually talk about 2,000 mules and really it looked like kind of support people going out and getting their own information. It really looked like it was kind of almost like advertising the 2,000 Mules movie now that it's making its way back to theaters, and I am so very grateful. I'm so very grateful to all of you who keep pushing home what happened on November 3rd of 2020 because we can never let it die. We can never let that die until justice is served on the people who were part of it. We can never let it die until we can make sure that it never happens again. And it is very important that we keep driving home the actual proof and the evidence that we have uncovered, that we have shown many, many, many people, thousands, tens of thousands, millions of people around the country. And it's finally nice to see somebody in the mainstream fake news media realm actually report on it and not sound like they were doing a hit piece on it. Very, very proud of that Wisconsin um, uh, station, that Fox News affiliate. But it also goes to show you guys, I've been saying it for weeks. I've been saying it for a couple months, actually. The tides are turning, the winds are shifting, and God is at work. God's behind the wheel. So, amen on that one. You are locked and loaded right here live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it is an honor and a pleasure to be uh, with you guys every single day of the week, twice a day. I do also want to let you know that the Armor of God song and the Armor of God video will be released on June 3rd, worldwide, premiere release right here on Real America's Voice News. And I have to tell you another way God is working in tremendous and beautiful ways, folks. For the first time in my music career, after 14, 15, 16 years in the business, uh, all of the major uh, download and streaming services, we've cut a deal with our distribution and my record label to be featured like a large artist would on Spotify, on even though I'm banned on Spotify podcasts, uh, how does that work? Uh, Apple, iTunes, all that stuff. The music will be out there, and God is going to make sure that that Christian song goes right to the top of the chart. So June 3rd is the official date for the Armor of God video and song from Dave Bray USA and myself and many other people who were involved, and I'd like to give a big thanks to the Live from America family for helping make that happen. It is big, big deal, and I cannot wait for you guys to see everything. Again, June 3rd, we will be releasing some teasers, little little, little pieces and por- uh, portions of the video up until then. But June 3rd, be on the lookout for that armor of God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to give you an update on one of our Live from America family members who is a recipient of our rec- uh, one of our recent donations. 
Uh, we have what we call a slurp fund, not a slush fund for all you newbies out there because we drink so much coffee and I slurp my coffee very annoyingly, by the way. So we decided we'd call it a slurp fund. And every week or so, we have a slurp fund recipient that we raise money for here on Live from America. We take portions out of the fund and donors will donate on Rumble Rants or through my website, Jeremy Harrell, and we make sure that these people get them. Well, I want to give you an update on one of these beautiful stories. Uh, a, a, a wonderful woman by the name of Heather Traeger, she needed dental work done. She needed dent, uh, dentures. She was getting to the point where she was not going to be able to smile or chew, and we definitely didn't want that to happen. So we made sure we funded the entire, uh, the entire uh, cost to get her her new teeth, and she sent me pictures today. I saw them today. She said thank you to the Live from America audience. Now she can smile. Now she can eat. And those are the kind of stories that I like to bring you here on Live from America. I'd also like to thank Rita and Dennis Polick. Thank you for the note of support and the donation. Brenda and Dwayne Garvey for the letter of encouragement uh, and your support and your donation. Beth Ann Giacchetti, thank you very, uh, maybe it's Giacchetti or Giacchetti. Thank you for your donation and your kind note. Charles and Patricia Price, thank you for your card of appreciation. It means a lot to me. Thank you to Miranda Dolan for the donations already going to, 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 to help support the show. I appreciate it. Michael Hosang. Thank you very much for your letter of encouragement and your donation. Folks, what we're trying to do here on Life from America is something that no other news or social show does. And it, we're trying to grow together. We always say all boats rise. Well, we don't mean just in business. We don't mean with just our partners. We don't mean with just uh, you know people who sponsor or endorse us or whatever. We're talking about as a people, as an American people. We are trying to all work together. Sometimes I go through some terrible times. And guess what? The Life from America there uh, is right there to lift me up and watch me pick, uh, get myself picked up and, and get back on, the, on, the, on that very narrow path. And that's what it's all about. None of us are better than anybody else. None of us are more important than anybody else. We're all here for a reason. Most of us are children of God. And, ladies and gentlemen, our theme for Life from America this year on 20, in 2022 is joy, and that's what we're trying to spread. Having said that, I think this is a perfect segue into the Lord, and that's where we're going to go, folks. Jesus Calling, the evening version of Jesus Calling here on May 19th, year of our Lord, 2022, and we can never do enough praying, we can never do enough self-reflection, but we always need to make sure that we include Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit in every bit of it, so that we don't fall into self-pity, self-loathing, and despair. May 19th, let me help you break free from fear of other people's disapproval. First, replace your fear of displeasing people with eagerness to please me, the Lord of the universe. Second, develop deeper trust in me, my glorious riches Never run short, nor does my love for you. 2 Corinthians 5.9 tells us, So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home, in the body, or away from it. And Philippians 4.19, And my God will meet all your needs, according to his glorious riches, in Christ Jesus. And before you turn out that light tonight, Close your eyes and go to sleep. Make pleasing me your highest priority and my favor 
will rest on you. Wow. Powerful words, always great advice. Who better to give you advice than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? That is a rhyme, and that should be in a song or at least on a T-shirt. Who better to give you advice than Jesus Christ? Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. I know in some parts of the world it is early right now, and uh, so you're not or late, excuse me, so you may not be wearing a hat, but that's okay. Let's all go to the Lord. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together in one loud voice so God can hear us giving him thanks. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Joy, 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 spreading the gospel, lifting people out of loneliness, lifting people out of despair, needing these people when we need lifted out of loneliness and out of despair. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the best way to live. And it's the way, that, it's the way God wants us to live. So let's all start living that way, shall we? We're going to take a quick commercial break. That was a little bit of loud music coming in. I do apologize for that. If you're watching on social media, please do me the kind favor of sharing. If you're watching on TV, we will be right back right after this. Apologize for that loud noise when we came in, folks. We just had to adjust some volume levels. Sometimes that happens. Um, I want to uh, I want to give a big shout out to those that, that come to the, uh, the the chat, especially in the Rumble chats, and uh, and and before have needed help and got help, and and those that are also coming and being rude. Um, I also want to tell you guys that one of our own live from America family members uh, reached out to me yesterday, and uh, she feels like she wasn't treated. Uh, very fairly by another one of our family members. And uh, look, a lot of things get lost in translation. A lot of things, especially through text, sometimes people don't mean what they say. Sometimes they say what they don't mean. Sometimes they say things because they thought you meant something. But one thing that I want to make sure that we constantly do, folks, one thing I want to make sure that we constantly do is lift other people up rather than tear them down. Now I get we make fun of Democrats and their uh, ridiculous uh, demonic and uh, communist ways. That's one thing. But when we're tearing people down personally on an individual level in the comment sections, it's not good. And a lot of people do leave for that, okay? So I just want to say thank you very much. Um, The morning show on Rumble is not working. You may have noticed. Don't worry. We are working on that. I've got a call into Rumble. They understand that it's not working. And I will get that fixed and you will be able to watch it. Until then, you can go to Getter and watch it. You can go to Roku or Firestick and watch it. If Firestick is working yet, they had some troubles too. We're working on it, folks. And I do thank you for letting me know when there's problems because we're all one big voice and we all got to make things happen together. One of the big goals I want to do is grow the Rumble page. So if you guys please can subscribe to my Rumble page if you haven't, I would appreciate that. And sharing it out there also, uh, ask people to subscribe. I'd appreciate that. All right. Here we go, folks. We're going to come back from this commercial break, get into the first and foremost section, and we got a fire show for you tonight, so I'm very excited. Let's get sharing. Let's get rolling. God bless. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, here from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, exclusively, 
exclusively on Real America's Voice News and, of course, my social media platforms as well. If you're watching on Pluto, Roku, Fire Stick, Android, Samsung, Apple, wherever it is, I want to say thank you for joining in. God bless you. If you're new to the show, hang on because this is anything but your typical political show. Folks, put your cups up. It is that time of the evening. Let's have our first slurp and let's get ready to rumble. In the famous words of Michael Buffer, let's get ready to rumble. Here we go. Starting off with some good news this evening. You know that this show loves fighters. I love fighters. You love fighters. Nobody wants to see a quitter. Nobody wants to see a coward. Nobody wants to see a Mike Pence. Okay? We like fighters, people who are always on the offense, no matter what, people who are never on the defense, people who are never caught with their guard down, people who are always pit bulls for the truth and justice and the American way. Now, that sounded like a comic book, didn't it? But it's true, folks. Fighters, fighters, fighters. And I got a story for you tonight about a fighter. I'm talking about President Trump's attorney because now President Trump's attorney, is literally going after 51 intel experts. You notice I did the Dr. Evil there. Laser beams. (laughs) Trump attorney is going after 51 intel experts who lied about the crackhead Hunter Biden laptop from hell days before the election. This is why I love Trump, and this is what he he has basically sparked in this country, is a nation full of fighters that said, you know what, I'm not going to let CNN say that about me anymore. I'm not going to let MSDNC say that about me anymore. I'm not going to let Fox say that about me anymore. I'm going to hold people accountable, and that's exactly what we're doing in this country now more than ever. So let's get into the story. In October of 2020, let's take a a quick flashback. Let's Let's go back in time real quick. Just days before the presidential election, 51 former intelligence officials signed and published an official letter that baselessly decreed the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop from hell had all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. Now, folks, don't get it twisted. This kind of stuff, these fake impeachments, all this crap that they put President Donald Trump through, all of it, all of it was all working in tandem to get him removed from office. So there is no monetary value to that. We're talking this kind of a lawsuit should bring these people to their knees for their lie because that's exactly what it was. It was a lie. You knew it was a lie. They knew it was a lie. The world knew where it was a lie. Everybody. In March, Representative Matt Gates from Florida, big shout-out to Representative Matt Gates. we got to get him on the show for the first time introduced a House resolution that would strip security clearances from dozens of federal intel officials who signed on to that letter declaring the infamous Hunter Biden laptop as, quote, Russian disinformation. We all know that's a pile of crap, pretty much. Shortly after it emerged, leading up to the rigged 2020 election, but now Americans may finally see some justice served. As President Donald J. Trump's attorney, Tim Parlator, I think that's how you say his name, Parlator, or it's, maybe it's Parlatory, launched an investigation on the Dirty 51, they're called. The Trump team representing ordinary Americans will uh, target the 51 liars for the damage that they uh, brought on the freedom of the press, election integrity, and, of course, the welfare of the nation. 
And what do I mean by the welfare of the nation? Look where we are right now. Elections have consequences. You guys know the rest. Attorney Palatori has already filed five letters with the corrupt agencies that allowed these lies to be perpetrated on the American public. The former president, I don't even like calling him that, so let's call it like it is, the real president, <laughs> uh, and his attorney, uh, Tim Parlatori, on the Dirty 51. On Wednesday, Parlatori launched the first stage of the multi-pronged strategy to make those who signed the letter pay for the damage that they brought to freedom of the press, election integrity, and the welfare of the nation. His goal is to uncover alleged communications between the Dirty 51 and the Biden campaign. Parlatori began by filing five letters of complaints with the agencies that formerly employed the 51, including the CIA, which counted 43 of its former officials among the group. That means 43 of the 51 CIA, the National Security Agency, the Director of National Intelligence, and the Department of Defense. Each letter complains of um, egregious breach by former agency employees that appears to have been overlooked by agencies as it has gone uninvestigated and certainly unpunished. Specifically, the unauthorized publication and dis uh, dissemination of an intelligence assessment based on classified information that was used wrongfully to influence the outcome of a presidential election. It points out that each of the Dirty 51 was bound by a lifelong obligation to submit the letter to their former agencies for pre-publication security review to ensure it didn't contain classified information. A process, by the way, that could take several months. The letter then would have been stamped with a disclaimer that the agency was not vouching for its accuracy. Quote, that would have been destroyed the usefulness of the document. Excuse me, that would have destroyed the usefulness of the document, says Parlatori. Plus, the process would have uh, delayed it so long it would not have been useful because the election would not have been over. So again, folks, while they're coming after him, while they're continuing to come after us, we're coming after them, and Donald Trump is continuing to come after them. We're not going to sit back and take it anymore. Hey, left-wing communist Marxist party, this isn't the GOP, Okay. This isn't your mom jeans Mitt Romney party, okay? This isn't your ankle biter Adam Schiff party. This isn't your Lisa Mur Murkowski party. This isn't your flimsy Lindsay party or your, even your George W. Bush party. This is the Trump MAGA party. So don't get it twisted because we're coming and we're going to take each and every one of you down. Some more good news, folks. Some more good news. And some more justice served as crooked Democrat lawmaker Kareen Brown will be pleading guilty in her tax fraud case. Oh, pumpkin, it's okay. Maybe you shouldn't break the law. Former Democrat representative out of Florida, Kareen Brown, was found guilty on 18 of 22 charges related to fraud, conspiracy, tax evasion, and obstruction in 2017. Brown is guilty of stealing tens of thousands of dollars from her charity, One Door for Education Foundation. Yeah, there is one door, all right. It's called the door to her bank account, which is supposed to be for poor and impoverished children. That means you're going to hell. Brown instead put the money into her personal account to finance her luxurious lifestyle. Wow, look at that. Another Democrat down. U.S. District Judge Timothy Corrigan scheduled a change of plea hearing Wednesday morning 
For Brown, a once-powerful Florida Democrat who had previously pleaded guilty to 18 charges including mail and wire fraud, conspiracy, and filing false tax returns. Brown, 75 years old, who if convicted could actually die in prison, served about two years of a five-year sentence for, uh, before her release in April 2022 uh, because of fears of her age that made her more susceptible to coronavirus pandemics in prison. Well, what about the January 6th political prisoners? There was people in there. There was people in there who, was catch, who were catching COVID and who were, um, you know, who were at high risk. What about them? Well, I guess they don't matter, do they? I guess they don't matter. Only uh, guilty Democrats who steal money and votes, they're the only ones that matter. Long story short, she's going to plead guilty again, and maybe she'll spend the rest of her life in prison where she can reflect on the life that she had, reflect on the bad things that she did, and maybe, just maybe, find God in there. Let's hope and pray anyway. Look, we don't want bad for these people. We want good for these people. Unfortunately, some of these people are too evil to ever be good. Anyway, we've got one more piece of good news before we go to commercial break, and i got to bring it to you. More good news. As our good buddy, MyPillow's Mike Lindell, one of, the most, one of the truest patriots in this country, okay? And not for his pillows, for the fact that he, the pillow guy, has to fight this fraud and this corruption more than the rhinos in the Republican Party. But, folks, he is geared up to, uh, to file his second Preliminary injunction against Alabama to terminate crooked voting machines. And uh, this, folks, again, Mike Lindell is doing more than most people in this country right now. And like he said, if he can get a few of them to fall, they'll fall like dominoes. His goal is to get rid of machines. Our goal is to get rid of machines. Everybody's goal should be going back to paper ballots. Now, speaking of Mike Lindell, he is going to be with our guest that we have coming up here after the commercial break this weekend for her rally down in Georgia, and that's Miss Candace Taylor. Uh, you all know that we're Candace Taylor fans here. We don't just in, we don't just follow um, endorsements blindly. Whether we think the endorsement is right or whether we think the endorsement is wrong, we should do the research for ourselves. And I think the polls down there in Georgia are showing that the people don't want who the president has endorsed. It's just that simple. Kemp is not wanted. Purdue is not wanted. Who does that leave? Well, that leaves the best candidate, and that's Candace Taylor. Mike Lindell supports her. So do I. And we're going to have her on right after this next commercial break. So, guys, please, whatever you do, stay tuned. Don't change that dial. We will be right back after this commercial break. More live from America on Real America's Voice News coming right up, folks. We'll be right back. Don't change that dial. All right. Candace, can you hear me? I can. Okay, perfect. Um, you uh, Everything okay? You're pulled over? You you got enough I service? Am. All that? Okay. Folks, yep. one thing about Candace, I, I want to I talk about Candace real quick before we come back on. Every single time that I talk to Candace, she's either going to an event or a rally or coming from an event or a rally or going to speak to Georgians or coming from speaking uh, to Georgians. You know what she never is doing? Flying in on a private jet to make an interview happen for 15 minutes and then bounce. She's not doing that. She's not hiding out and just doing TV appearances because the GOP's put a bunch of money behind her and a bunch of morons like Mike Pence behind her to try to boost up her polls when nobody wants either of them. We need to start understanding that the people that we need to put in place are the people that would do exactly what we do. We've had enough of politics. I don't care who's endorsed and I don't care who's endorsed them. We need to look at look at it for ourselves and we need to say, look, 
which, which candidate is out there doing what I would do? And a majority of Americans would be doing the same thing. We'd all be fighting the same way. You have to ask yourself, would Purdue be out there fighting like me? Or does Purdue fly in on his little private jet, give John Fredericks an interview, and then bounce? You see what I'm saying? So we really got to be very careful about that. So, uh, Candace, I'm going to have you come on in just a second. I'm going to first show the flyer before we, on when we come back from commercial, and then I'll bring you right on, okay? That sounds perfect, Jeremy. Thank you for having me. Oh, as always, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. So, all right, let's, uh, let's come back from this commercial break. Here we go, folks. Welcome back to Live from America here on May 19th, year of our Lord, 2022. This is Real America's Voice News. I'm Jeremy Harrell, and I'm broadcasting to you from New Hampshire. But one place that you should be if you are in or around the state of Georgia this weekend is at the upcoming rally. The Candace Taylor rally. Let's go ahead and pop that up on the screen if we can. There it is right there. Candace Taylor, rally the vote. Kemp failed. Purdue bailed. <laughs> Lauren, uh, Lauren Witzke will be there. Stu Peters, Mike Lindell, Candace Taylor. I was invited, but I couldn't go this time, unfortunately. I was so very sad, but guess what? I don't think Candace is going anywhere, and I think we'll be able to make sure that we make an appearance the next time that she has a, a, a rally because I think she's going to start pulling out some, some pretty high numbers here. So let's go ahead, uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, and let's bring our guest of the evening on, Mrs. Candace Taylor, running for governor of the great peach state of Georgia. Candace, how you doing tonight, my dear? I'm excellent. Ready. We got five days to take this state back to the people. I'm so excited. We have astronomical numbers of voters that have already early voted, which I didn't want them to early vote, but they're doing it anyway. They're so excited. Uh, 330,000 and in and 18, there were only like 100,000 that had voted at this point. So the numbers are way higher. And this is just Republican votes. And if you look at the numbers, 27% of them are first time primary voters. So do you think wow. that 27% is voting for Brian Kemp? No, no, they're ticked off. They're mad. They're voting for Candace Taylor. So we have, we know we are doing great already in the early voting. Most of our voters will vote on election day because I asked them to do that and vote on May 24th. And so we are just so excited. Well, you know, um, we talked right before the show today. We, we, by the way, folks, this was not planned. I, I called, I, I sent T- uh, Candace a, a message earlier. She just called me back before the show. I said, look, I don't have a guest tonight. Would you like to come on? She's like, yep. And this is what she does. On her way to events, she pulls over and she comes on. But uh, we were talking about poll numbers, right? Now, you don't believe polls. I don't believe polls. Polls are for, you know, whoever, whatever agenda that that person who's asking those questions has. But one of the, uh, one of the worst news stations in history, Fox News, they've got Purdue like 30, like they've got Kemp up like 32 points over Purdue, Okay. I don't know if that's real or if that's fake, but I will. Fake news. But I will say this: I would bet you're polling higher than Purdue with Georgians. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I definitely am. This is what's happened. So I have put out publicly on all of my media: do not participate in the polls. If you're called, you either hang up or you choose Purdue or Kemp. Your choice. But do not tell them you're voting for me. I don't want them having my poll numbers. They won't let me in the debates. They know the true numbers and they're lying. 
So we stopped participating in polls a month ago. And what's happened is two weeks ago, there was an exit poll with me at 29%, David at 20, and Kemp at 20 at 36. And he and Kemp knows he's going to be running against me in a runoff if we don't win right out. And so he's very concerned about that, does not want to go against me. He wants to go against David Perdue. He wants to because yeah. he knows that David has no energy. David doesn't want the job and he's not a fighter. He's very worried about me who represents the people because we, the people are dangerous to the establishment. And so we know how we're polling. We know how we're doing. In fact, Jeremy, I told you this on the phone a while ago, there is a billboard in my little town in South Georgia, about 300 yards from my house that Kent put up on Monday on a billboard that hasn't been used in 10 years because it's in a terrible location. He could have gone to the center of town, which is still a small town, but no, he put it right adjacent to my house because he wanted me to see it because he's a bully. But you know what? It motivated me. Oh, I yeah. said, wonderful. I can't wait till I win and get to get a picture in front of it and say, loser. Well, I'll tell you what, um, Candace, what really ticks me off, and look, I understand the good old boys and all these uniparty people. I guess I know they have their guy, right? But what really ticks me off is even though some of these people have their guy, they don't even talk about you, and they don't do that on purpose. Now, I'm not going to name names because some of them are right here on the network that I'm on, and it really ticks me off. And, it, and, I'll, and I'll talk to them about that personally when I see them. I'm not going to air dirty laundry like that. Uh, and, and, and I'm all for differences of opinions, and you can have an opinion, but at least put everybody in there fairly. And I honestly believe, maybe you, maybe you feel the same way, but I honestly believe the reason why they don't is because they don't want their guy to be knocked out by you. Because I don't think they, right. want, they don't want regular Georgians knowing who you are because once they do, it's, it's a wrap. That's what I personally believe. What do you feel about that? I've talked to paid staffers off of Kemp's campaign and Purdue's campaign. They've spoken to my volunteers and they've told them I'm voting for Candace. I'm just working for them. And they've told my volunteers that their whole agenda is they're not allowed to say Candace Taylor. Nobody's allowed to talk about me. Nobody's allowed to say what I'm doing. If my name gets mentioned, they get in trouble. Their whole motivation, objective, MO is do not say her name. Well, I'm just going to read you right here. Black Bear 202 on Rumble said she was on fire at that debate against Kemp and Purdue. That's what they don't want Georgians to see, Candace. They don't want to see, A, your grit, your fight, but they don't want to see um, uh, their good old boy system crumble to the ground. And I got to be honest with you. I know President Trump uh, endorsed Purdue in this, in this Republican primary. I get it. I understand why he did it. But what I keep pounding home and I will never not be a, a Donald Trump supporter unless he were to like be like by the way everybody I lied I'm really a Democrat like if, if he did that that'd be a different story but I gotta tell you just because he endorsed somebody look what's going on with Oz Pennsylvanians did not want Dr. Oz Georgians do not want Purdue so when I see Trump playing politics here I'm like Trump the reason why we love you is because you don't play politics so um, after Purdue uh, loses, uh, do you expect fully to have President Trump support at that point? Absolutely. I love President Trump. I've been fighting the Fix 2020 for 15 months or more. 
And so absolutely, I, I 100% expect his endorsement. I don't really think he cares who wins, me or David. He just doesn't want Brian. Correct. And so, Correct. And, and that's the bottom line. He saw David's a self-funded multimillionaire for $50 million. He has name recognition in Georgia, but he didn't know the people of Georgia do not want a Purdue dynasty. They want a fighter. Right. And David's just not a fighter. He's a nice guy. Sure. Seemingly. Sure. He did a lot of stock deals in the Senate, though. A lot of backroom stuff. He's a businessman. I don't think he really wants to deal with humanity and deal with all the issues that's going to come with this governorship. We have a mess in Georgia with critical race theory and social emotional learning and comprehensive sex education. And our, our school systems have to have work. Our prisons have to have work. Mental health. There's so many issues that David knows nothing about. He's never been in that spectrum. He doesn't know anything about it. He can't handle those issues. No, he can't. And and, and like I, I said on the commercial break, um, Georgians don't want somebody who flies in on their private jet, gives an interview on the tarmac, and then bounces. They just don't. I know. I, I mean, I'm not a Georgian, but I know a lot of people in Georgia, and they, are, they were not happy with that fly in, ha, blah, 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 and then fly out. Like, is he going and knocking on doors, or is he just going to rallies that are set up for him? And yeah. when he speaks at events, Jeremy, he doesn't answer questions. He and Kemp, they'll answer one or two questions. They refuse to answer questions. The last. Oh, we lost you there real quick, Candace. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay here until you come back. Um, if we can get her back, let's get her back real quick. But look, folks, I'm not here President Trump bashing, and I'm not here David Perdue bashing. What I'm here doing right now is giving you what I feel that we should be doing as Americans, and that is putting people like us in office, not people that are not like us. President Trump might be a billionaire, but he's like us. I don't believe David Perdue is like us. I just don't. Now, I know that we're in this big fight in this Republican Party, getting out rhinos and this, that, and the other, and we're going to have some disagreements, and that is okay. That is okay to have disagreements. There's people that are watching me right now that watch me faithfully every single day, but guess what? There's a lot of issues that we don't agree on, and that's okay because we agree on the one major thing, and that is making America great again, again. Making America great again. That's it. America first, strong borders, strong laws, uh, no abortion. Like, we all agree on the same major things. So I think it's healthy. I, I do. I think it's healthy to have these quick um, inner debates in our party. I think it's healthy as all get out. And we should never become divided over it. Like Candace just said, look, I don't think Trump cares who wins as long as it's not Kemp. Trump's doing what he thinks is right with that strategy. And I think he's, and I, I think he's completely within his right to do that. But we need to make sure, folks, that we're voting for candidates that are like us, okay? And now we do have Candace uh, back, so she's just getting ready there to come back. And are you all good now, Candace? You're back? Yeah, so what happened was my phone overheated. Well, you Sorry. are in Georgia. <laughs> so I am in Georgia. Anyway, I was just saying to people, look, um, my job here is not to bash President Trump or his endorsements. My job here is not to bash David Perdue. My job here is to point out something that we started fighting for on November 4th, and we need to continue fighting for and not lose sight of making sure we cleanse this party and put in people that, that, are, that, that, you know, that want the same things as we do. That's all I was saying when, when, you, when you fell out there. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, and we'll come together. Whoever wins our Republican nominee in Georgia, we will not have Stacey Abrams. So don't misunderstand that. But this is the opportunity in a primary to get someone who's actually going to represent the people. And so we have to bring out the issues right now. We have to do iron sharpens iron, and we have to push. And so even if I didn't win, which I am going to win, but even if I didn't win, then, you know, they can take the issues I've been speaking about for the people, and they can say, you know what, we probably should listen to some of what Candace is saying. It resonated with the people, and we probably should do some of that so we still make a difference and we sharpen each other right? right and so we have to do that that's what makes the republican party strong but we do need to kick out every elitist establishment rhino and i'm running against twin rhinos right now i believe you're right candace we got to wrap it up but can you please tell people where they can come and see you this weekend and uh where it's yes. going to be that'd be great may, may 22nd on sunday at 11 a.m we're doing worship we have preaching, and then we're going to do speeches. Mike Lindell, Stu Peters, Lauren Witzke. It's going to be at 11 o'clock Sunday, May 22nd, and for South Georgia, which is right above Macon. Go to my website, CandiceTaylor.com, K-A-N-D-I-S-S, Taylor.com, and you can see the flyer and get the address. Y'all, please come join us. It's going to be so much fun. And I want to say a big shout-out to Danny Hamilton, too. Danny has put full yes. support behind you, and uh, Danny's a great guy. Everybody knows him as the guy that runs the 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 – the uh, Save America Freedom Tour bus, but he has put so much behind you. And Danny, if anybody knows Danny Hamilton, Star Coaches, Star Cafe, this guy's about as real American as you can get. And he is out there supporting you. Anything you'd like to say to Danny? Because I know he'll watch this. Listen, Danny Hamilton is the patriot. I say that Mike Lindell's the patriot. Danny Hamilton is just that way. Yes. He loves President Trump. He loves our country. He loves the Lord. And Danny has helped me so much just getting a bus renting it from him, being accessible to me, giving me a retired bus driver that's less, it's, that, you know, that's, that's not as expensive, sure. that kind of thing, and, and just helping me any way he can. And he has, we have two buses, actually, and they're going to both be at the rally, we hope. And so we'll get to the buses, too, and Danny's going to be there, and y'all should come take a picture with Danny. That's what y'all should do. That's, yeah, because he is a true American hero. He is amazing. Uh, Candace, as always, thank you. We love you. Uh, we're going to be praying for you. And uh, when, when, if you uh, hold the rally in the next couple weeks, uh, call me, and I'll get down there this time, okay? For the runoff. That's right, Jeremy. I love you, too. I love your supporters thank and your you. followers. Y'all, y'all, please donate to Mike Lindell through Jeremy's code. Please. I love y'all. Bye. Thank you very much, Candace. God bless. See you later. And what she's talking about is that code LFA on MyPillow.com. And it does help. We are partners. We're all working together. And again, folks, please, if anybody's watching on Real America's Voice News for the first time that doesn't know me, um, again, there's no President Trump bashing or any David Perdue bashing. It's just real. And that's what we are here, real. And that's what you guys all love. That's why we love President Trump. We keep it real. No fake. We'll be right back with more right after this here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. Don't go anywhere. Got a lot more coming right up right after this. So here's my here's my question to all of you live from America family folks. Um, some of you here are all about David Perdue. Some of you here are about Kemp. Some of you here are about Candace Taylor. Let me ask you a real question. Whether you're on Facebook, Getter, Rumble, wherever you are that you can actually comment, please tell me this. Do you think Candace Taylor can beat Purdue and or Kemp and become the governor of Georgia? Do you believe she has what it takes? Do you believe she would do a good job? Do you believe that she would have your best interest at heart? 
I would really like to see your comments. Please don't let me influence you. I would like to see what you guys say. And um, because you guys, what you guys say matters. And it not only matters to me, it matters to the people that I have on as guests because I tell them. I tell them what you guys say. You guys are that important to me. Trust me. You are just as important to me as anybody else in my life. I pray for you guys all the time. I think about you all the time. And I talk about the issues that a lot of people that have that call in and they, and they put their hope and their trust in me. And really they're putting their hope and trust in God that they can put their hope and trust in me. And I never want to squash that. You know what I mean? I never want to make you feel like I don't feel that way. So just please let me know what you guys think in the comment section. And, uh, and I'll make sure that we get it off to Candace so, so that she can, so she can know exactly what people think about her. Um, especially if you're in Georgia. I also want to give a big shout out to Melanie in Georgia. Uh, Melanie, you know who you are. God bless you, and thank you for everything you've done. Now, Melanie and I have not agreed on a lot of things, on a lot of things. But one thing Melanie and I can agree on is making America great again. And uh, I think she's going to help me a little bit with my campaign up here, even though she's in Georgia. That's the great thing about this part, this America family, folks. We cannot be stopped or divided. Let's come back from this commercial break and get it right back into it, folks, because I don't like wasting time, and I know neither of you, none of you do either. Okay, so here we go. We're right back here on Real America's Voice, live from America. God bless each and every one of you. Something that I asked the social media audience during the break. And here's what I would like the Real America's Voice getter um, platform to also uh, post on or comment on. And my question was this. Do you think that Candace Taylor could beat Purdue on a, in a one-on-one if that was the case and could beat Kemp? in a one-on-one if that was the case and if she could do you believe she's qualified to be governor and do you believe that she would have your best interest at her heart at all times if you answered yes to those questions you might want to think about voting for her and by the way folks sporting my let my people go january 6th shirt and i appreciate all those folks who sending me great things here we go Fort, i always, i've been saying for a long time folks that the voter rolls the voter rolls in this country are the gateway to all the fraud. That is why the census was so important for them to make sure. Remember the last census that they put out, the national last census that they put out? Okay? They, uh, they were really adamant that you got that census, um, those census num- uh, forms filled out and got back in because they needed to have every single real person on, in the United States so they knew how many fake people they needed to put in these voter rolls in order to steal the election. They were like census Nazis the last time this went out, if you guys remember, okay? And also, the voter rolls are so important and they are such a gateway to fraud in this country. Why do you think George Soros is involved in it? Why do you think George Soros has software that is supposed to clean voter rolls called the ERIC system? If the voting rolls weren't that important, and if making sure that they were clean, correct, and proper wasn't that important, then George Soros' crusty old body and his big old floppy eyelids would not be involved. Let's get into it. 14 state populations were miscounted in the 2020 census. Can you guess which party that they were heavily favored for? Can you just guess? Please take a guess. 14 state populations had dirty voter rolls. And ladies and gentlemen, those dirty voter rolls 
heavily favored, favored the Democratic Party. Well, who would have ever thought? According to the Census Bureau, 14 state populations were significantly miscounted in the 2020 census. The miscounting favored Democrats and likely costed Republican House seats and Senate seats. The numbers were already used to allot House seats for the next 10 years. Okay? Six mostly red states undercounted, according to NPR. Arkansas by 5%. Florida by 3%. Illinois by 1.97%. Mississippi by 4%. Tennessee by 4%. And Texas by 1.92%. Now, when you're talking about the entire population, that's a lot of people. But check this out. Eight of them, blue states, overcounted according to NPR. Delaware, 5%. Hawaii, almost 7%. Massachusetts, almost 3%. Minnesota, almost 4%. New York, 3.5%. Ohio, 1.5%. Rhode Island, 5%. And Utah, 2.6%. Okay? Now, check this out. The net miscount rate in Hawaii was plus 6.8%. Delaware, plus 5.5%. Rhode Island, plus 5.1%. Minnesota, 3.8%. New York, uh, plus 3.4%. Utah, plus 2.6%. Massachusetts, 2.2%. Ohio, plus 1.5%. Texas, plus 1.9%. Minus 1.9%, excuse me. Illinois, 2%. Florida, minus 3.5%. Mississippi, minus 4%. Tennessee, minus 4%. And Arkansas, minus 4.8%. You guys... Dirty voter rolls are the gateway and the key and the door to voter fraud and stolen elections. That is why George Soros is involved. So if you live in any of those states, no matter what state you live in, you need to make sure that you are pressing your secretary of state and you need to make sure that you are pressing your state legislature to use any power they have to make sure that those voter rolls are cleaned and they're not that dirty because I'm telling you what, folks, as long as we have dirty and un- uh, uh, dirty and uh, miscounted voter rolls, there will always be fraud. Will it be on the fraud? Will it be on the level of stealing a national election? Probably not. But what about House seats? What about Senate seats? What about State House and State Senate seats and gubernatorial um, elections? It all matters, folks. It all matters, all the way down to your county commissioners. It all matters, every bit of it. Let's get on top of it. Let's make something happen, Cap'n. Moving on, more more voter, um, um, well, it's not really fraud. It's actually trying to stop a voter integrity group. But an Oregon county is now suing a voter integrity group there to stop the examination of the 2020 ballots. But in doing so, they actually admit that they can be hacked, their systems can be hacked, and that there was fraud. These people are mind-blowingly stupid because anything that they try to do, they end up shooting themselves in the foot. But I guess that's why you can't beat God, right? In a stunning revelation, legal documents show Oregon election officials have inadvertently admitted that voting systems are vulnerable to attacks even when not connected to networks. This comes via the confusing legal uh, mess that voter integrity organization Clean Voter Rolls has found themselves in thanks to their simple request to examine the ballots from the 2020 election. 
Well, of course, that sent people screaming with their hair on fire. Clean voter rolls made a public records request on, of Washington County elections, led by the elections manager there, Mickey Kawai. The county, just west of Portland, initially denied the request, but the district attorney overturned the denial and ordered the disclosure of the ballots. Then, the county sued the individual requester, Tim Sippel, S-I-P-P-E-L, to stop the disclosure of the ballots. Soon, the Secretary of State's office and the Department of Justice intervened on behalf of the county. Well, of course they did. Of course they did. Because we start small and we work up and we find, folks, that there was voter fraud everywhere. Countless dollars are now being spent by government entities to stop the public from seeing the ballots in this one little county. Well, isn't that something? One man is now dealing with the full brunt of the state government coming after him. Secretary of State Shamia Fagan sought a restraining order against Sipple to forbid him from sharing the data that he already has. The order was granted, but has been extended. The state and the county are arguing that simply showing the ballot images from the election could somehow compromise the computer systems. Well, of course, they're always giving you uh, fake excuses that make no sense whatsoever. And that's why they shouldn't have to be sh- uh, shown the ballots to the public. Quote, even when systems are not directly connected to the networks, they are vulnerable to attack through physical or wireless access, argues the Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum in her motions, while also saying if the court enters a judgment requiring the release of the clear ballot uh, database, that judgment would compromise the security of the election systems used in 15 Oregon counties. Folks, this seems to contradict everything we've been told about the 2020 election and the computer systems, which dozens of elections uh, directors and officials told us were not connected to the Internet and thus couldn't be possibly hacked. This is why Mike Lindell is putting in these preliminary injunctions to get rid of these crappy machines, folks. Long story short, in uh, in their denial and in their complaining and in their crying, the county has actually admitted that they can be hacked, that there is fraud, and it's just a mess, ladies and gentlemen. Folks, from sea to shining sea, we need to get rid of these machines. From sea to shining sea, we need paper ballots, same-day voting, voter ID, and we need to make sure that we are in charge of the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the poll watching, that we have all the poll watching positions filled, and we need to make sure that we become precinct committee men. If we do all of those things, there is no possible way A Democrat, a Republican, or a uniparty scumbag can ever steal an election ever, ever again. Now, before we go to this next commercial break, I do want to bring up and highlight our sponsor, Anthem Software. These guys are actually pretty great, folks. At first, I thought they were just going to be a sponsor that filled in the gap where we couldn't make up with donations. By the way, this show is completely viewer-funded with the exception of a few partnerships and these small sponsorship things. It's pretty much... I'd say 90% viewer funded. So any way you can help, please let us know. Um, But if you got a small, medium, or large business and you don't have a CRM, you have no custom relations management, but you need to grow your business, then folks, you need to make sure no matter what that you uh, call 855-269-9221. 
or visit anthemsoftware.com and let them know that uh, Live from America sent you, Jeremy Harrell sent you. They will help you grow. They will give you the advice you need. And here is their uh, logo right here, anthemsoftware.com, 855-269-9221. Let them know we sent you. Let them know that uh, you need to grow your business, and they'll make sure they help out in any possible way they can. Amen? All right, we're going to get ready to take our next commercial break here on Live from America, folks. When we come back, I want to highlight Rick Scott from Florida because I will be meeting with Rick Scott tomorrow, but I don't know if he's prepared for the an- a question that I have for him. I'll let you know what that question is right after this commercial break, right after this. All right, folks. Yeah, like I said, Rick Scott, we got him coming on right next. Not, not as a guest, but I got to show you a video for, uh, that, he, uh, that he posted where he talks a heck of a good game. Boy, does he talk a heck of a good game. And I have nothing really personally against Rick Scott. I know a lot of Floridians have something personally against Rick Scott uh, for a lot of reasons. I don't know how true they are or not because I'm not a Floridian and I've never really sat down and looked at it and studied it. But I can tell you, there's a lot of people that are not happy with old Mr. Rick Scott. So uh, we're going to have, I'm going to be meeting him tomorrow, actually, here in New Hampshire. And uh, I'm not going to be rude or anything like that. But when I do meet him, I'm going to ask him a very specific question. And I'll let you know what that question is coming right up. Bushy says, I ordered two plaques from Brave American using promo code LFA. Thank you for the help, man. I really do appreciate it. And I know Brave American does as well. Let's get right into this end of this show. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, sticking around here this evening on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. I know some places it's really late, um, but I want to talk about Rick Scott for a minute, okay? Um, Rick Scott from Florida. There's a lot of people that I know that say some very evil and bad things about Rick Scott, meaning that he's done some very, very shady stuff down there in Florida. Now, I'm not going to speak to that because I don't know about that. All I'm saying is by hearsay. But I do want to highlight something about Rick Scott for a minute. And, I, and, and if you just bear with me, let me get this video playing for you here. Check this out. Last week, President Biden tried to blame me for the current inflation crisis. In a speech where he couldn't even get my, my state right, I proudly represent Florida. In case he needs another reminder, he attacked me and tried to blame the record inflation he created on Republicans. I guess he's also forgotten that he is the president, that it is his policies that have created this mess. And by the way, Democrats are in control of the House and the Senate. What's clear to the American people is that Joe Biden is to blame for the inflation that is hurting them and costing them more every day. Families I talk to in Florida are sick and tired of this president's failures. They're sick and tired of seeing an incoherent, confused man ramble on in the White House with no plan but to blame everyone else but himself for the problems he created. Mr. President, last week the Biden administration reported that the Consumer Price Index our main measure of inflation increased 8.3% year over year. And the latest producer price index released just... All right, so long story short here, it sounds like Rick Scott is talking a really good game there. It sounds like he's saying everything that we want to say about this president. The problem with that, Rick Scott, and what I'm going to ask him tomorrow is this. Why did you vote to send $40 billion more to Ukraine? Why are you not part of the 11 senators who said, no, we do not want to give $40 billion more to Ukraine when we're suffering some of the worst economic times that we've seen since Barack Hussein Obama? You talk a big game, 
But Rick Scott, your actions speak a lot louder than your words. And $40 billion was just voted on again to send more of our money to Ukraine. And Rick Scott, you were part of voting for that $40 billion. You did not hold that $40 billion back. You did not hold your vote back. So I'm going to go ahead and do this today, sir. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day goes to Rick Scott. I'm not ready to call you a rhino yet, but tomorrow I will be meeting Rick Scott face to face, and I will ask him why. He voted, he did, he voted to send $40 billion with a B to Ukraine amidst all the problems we're going with. Now, he can get on there on TV and complain about Joe Biden all he wants. He can get on there and complain on TV all about this economy and how Joe Biden's blaming it on me, but I got something to blame on you, sir. How about $40 billion to Ukraine? That's what I got to blame on you. Guess we'll find out tomorrow evening, won't we? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America. If you like what you see here, visit JeremyHarrell.com. And please, please, please help out in any possible way you can. If not, just share videos and be here for me. Support the show. I appreciate that just as much. God bless each and every one of you. Remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, and keep your chest out. Keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you guys tomorrow for more Live from America. Until then, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close, and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you. Have a good night. Peace.